ஹிஸ்டரி I know you're an expert on ancient Indian education and that's the subject of your book. Um, we will, you know, talk about that on another day uh, in the future. We'll hopefully have you back to talk about that. Today, let's talk about something that is often not talked about, which is sanitation um, and, you know, pollution. So let's jump straight to the heart of that issue. um with the most basic question so is the modern day western commode the optimal solution for disposal of human waste what is the verdict on that it uh, so it is the most convenient solution definitely not the uh, most optimal solution it's the most convenient solution that's why it became so popular so you sit in the toilet and you just flush away your waste it goes out of sight you don't have to worry where it went so that is the thing about it it is it has led to the biggest problems of uh, sanitation today so uh, to, let me explain the modern system a little bit to you uh, so the modern system con- consists of pipes uh, called sewers so all the uh, you know all our houses you know commercial establishments industries right they all use water and that used water is called waste water and uh, yeah, when it comes from houses uh, uh, from houses and restaurants and all it's called um, domestic uh, wastewater actually no just the houses is domestic wastewater there are others are commercial wastewater and the other word is sewage for the for this wastewater so through these pipes it is um, transported to treatment plants the centralized uh, treatment plants typically and at the plants the sewage undergoes uh preliminary treatment primary treatment secondary treatment and then uh, sometimes if there is a budget for it advanced treatment so um and then uh, after that comes whatever comes out it's called the effluent the treated effluent now th- there is a huge cost of digging underground and installing all those sewers which are the pipes which are carrying our water to those treatment plants and there's also a lot of energy used in uh, separating the solids that we have uh, when we flush the solids and water went out together right so now when they go to treatment plants the water is uh, after the solids are taken off from there then they they are actually they make a lot of effort to separate water from it so um, and then the separated solids uh, they are called the sludge or biosolids they are sent to the landfills and then they are incinerated that's the process so the question to ask is why was clean water mixed with human waste in the first place because you know it takes just a little bit of a uh, waste to pollute a whole lot of water and in spite of that we are putting mass- so much of our waste we are flushing it with clean water and then we are spending so much to get it all uh, cleaned up to separate that water so now in many uh, parts of the world due to the huge cost the sewers and wastewater plants do not uh, exist or they do not function uh, properly so the untreated sewage is sent directly to the water bodies or land so this leads to the outbreak of diseases that's how we you know waterborne diseases uh, are spread it destroys aquatic life and it causes economic losses 
so when clean water is provided to a uh, community ironically it leads to more pollution because once clean water is used and uh, uh, it, it becomes dirty then if it is not managed properly it leads to more pollution so um, so the other problem with modern wastewater management is that we are losing uh, useful nutrients you know in our excreta like in the urine uh obviously when we have food the food contains lot of minerals nutrients and we the body doesn't absorb all of that so that uh, excess which is a lot of it goes into the urine and then um, so the urine contains all this nitrogen uh, you know, potassium phosphate other things so um it, it it should be taken back i mean we should not be letting it go out and uh, get wasted we should be actually collecting it back that's not happening the modern system just lets it all go out into the uh into nature because even the treatment plants they are mostly not recovering all those nutrients so that that's the problem with the uh, modern wastewater treatment system that's interesting i'd never thought of it that way that we are actually doing the wrong thing which is taking clean water and mixing it up with something that actually was separated out and perhaps um so from from that i'm getting a clue that maybe the right thing to do is not to mix them in the first place and that may be a good way of uh, getting rid of it so let me uh, go on to you know uh, let's go a little bit to history and understand if this has so many drawbacks um, mm-hmm. as you pointed out how did this system originate who developed it or you know which um, and how did it become so popular today so it is just because of sheer uh, convenience right uh, people love the concept of being able to flush away something that is smelly and not bother about it uh and then so people love uh, short term benefits they don't like to think of long term dan- damages so once it was realized that you can actually have a, a, a flush away or a solids and all you need to do is to take it in from pipes into some system uh treatment plant which is somewhere uh, initially there were no treatment plants initially it was just flush it away and then just put it into the rivers or whatever into the land that was the way it evolved uh it started off and then later they I, uh, I, as we go on i'll tell you the story of all that because i sure. think we should first talk about uh, in a in a go, go in a chronological way uh, okay. and then i can tell you how it it it, it all worked uh, played out okay so maybe then uh, you could we could start a little bit with the bharatiya understanding of hygiene and uh, you know how that you know was different yes. yeah that's a good place to start so the thing is the bharatiya understanding of shaucha that was very very profound so it was uh, not just external cleanliness you know like your surrounding should be clean your uh, clothes should be clean you should be clean not just that your it also included your mind and thoughts so it was that bigger concept now there was a clear understanding that um, a lack of shaucha can lead to disease so this connection had been made by our ancients a long time ago so uh, the manusmriti for example it uh, it's a much reviled text people only associate it with all kinds of things but they don't know that it has some real knowledge about sanitation amazing knowledge it lists out the impure substances that are produced by the human bodies and uh, among the impurities are oily exudations okay semen blood urine feces nasal mucus ear wax phlegm tears you know and sweat so you just imagine wow, if somebody has so nicely listed out all these things uh, yeah. which are unclean and um, so if you touch any of these things like blood or uh, urine or phlegm or anything 
you need to wash yourself thoroughly uh, you should not be uh, touching uh, food with that or eating or touching other people that that was the kind of understanding and manusmriti is so ancient it could be like 300 bce or 2000 bce you know beyond that too but at that, whatever time it was they it was a very ancient time and they knew the importance of hygiene then uh, you have the charaka samhita which speaks about uh, uh, water pollution which is caused by different kind of uh, contaminants and how it can lead to disease so first i'll start with the uh, charaka samhita see it says the river having water polluted with soil and feces insects snakes and rats and carrying rain water will aggravate all the doshas slimy having insects impure full of leaves moss and mud having abnormal color and taste viscous and foul smelling water is not wholesome so this is actually like a very modern definition because today even when we when we study environmental engineering all these things are mentioned you know that water should not have all these things um, you know it should not have abnormal color taste and all those things you know uh, so it's just amazing the different properties of water it's so scientific ಪ್ರಸವಣಾಶು and uh, this this one you already mentioned the meaning of right uh, correct, correct. so yeah we can just go to i can go to the next one go ahead yes napsu mutram purisham va shivanam va samutrjet amedhya liptam anyadva lohitam va vishani va yeah so the english meaning uh, uh, is uh, let him not throw urine or feces into the water nor saliva nor clothes defiled by impure substances nor any other impurity nor blood nor poisonous things duradavasathan mutam durat padavasechanam uttisthan nishekam ta duradevasamacharit so far from his dwelling let him remove urine and ordure ordure is excreta far let him remove the water used for washing his feet and far the remnants of food and the water from his bath sprishatam rahmanam gamcha pade nagnim jayam labhet yapsushlemapurisham va mutram va munchitam gatihi tam gacheyam gatim ghoram nache danyam jayadratam thank you so much ilambika so it says these are worlds uh, there are worlds attained by those who touch brahmanas cattle and fire with their feet and those who release phlegm excreta and urine in water if i do not kill jayadratha let those terrible ends me be mine so here of course brahmanas would mean uh, people of learning scholars so they are saying that uh, polluting water right uh so what uh, arjuna is saying is that polluting water uh, is equivalent to the crime of insulting uh, brahmanas cattle 
and cattle all those things it's the same as releasing all these dirty things into water urine and all that so this is very profound it shows that at that ancient time mahabharata is so long back they were so well aware that you should not be sending uh, pollutants to rivers and water water bodies so that's the point it, it's amazing that uh, you know this seems to have been uh, such a great sin that they invoke it as a you know model sin to say let that be my uh, uh, you know fate if if i don't do this Agastya Gurukulam is a non-profit organization dedicated to reviving the traditional system of Bharatiya Shiksha and decolonizing education. Agastya runs the world's first and only Sanskrit immersion online school. Would you like your child to be deeply rooted in traditional Bharatiya culture and yet successful in the contemporary world? Explore Agastya's part-time and full-time learning opportunities. For more information, visit Agastya's website at www.agastyagurukulam.org. Admissions are now open for the 2021-22 school year. Thank you.